Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. Your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. In today's mini episode, we're answering a question that has come up quite a bit recently, especially with all the chatter about becoming meta verified. And this question from one of our listeners is, what is the best practice for having the most optimized handle for entrepreneurs, for personal brands, now taking into account the meta verification subscription? So Candice, with all the clever girls and clever boys listening, what are our best practices here? Typically, you want your account handle, so also known as your username, to be your first and last name. But Kat and I both understand the woes that come with having maybe a common name. I could not get my first and last name when my last name is Morales, so I totally understand. What's really important to me is that you are searchable. And so I like your first and last name if possible. If you have to add something, that's okay. I get it. But really, it's all about searchability. So now that my last name's Carciopolo, believe it or not, there was no other Candace Carciopolo, so I got to snag that. But mm-hmm. if I couldn't, I would still put my name in some form. So at least Candace would be in my handle. Mm -hmm. And then in the name line, which is that line that shows up right below your profile picture, it's that bold line on Instagram. I would make sure that I put my first and last name because that's actually the only line on Instagram in your bio that's searchable. The bolded name line below your profile picture, you want to put any kind of keywords there that would help someone to find you. So if you are not able to get your first and last name as your handle, you want to at minimum put your first and last name in that name line. That's really, really key. And for me, it's all about searchability. And as an entrepreneur, like I don't know what I'm going to sell next year, right? And so (laughs) I'm making sure that I am not putting you know, Candace real estate or something like that, because maybe next year I'm not going to sell real estate or maybe next year I'm going to sell, so I probably would, but I will also (laughs) do other things. And so I'd rather someone know my name Mm -hmm. and, you know, buy whatever I happen to decide to sell at that moment. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. I think that future thinking is really important. I think when people make handles or make multiple profiles for their multiple businesses, they don't really think long-term about the scalability of it and Mm -hmm. the flexibility of wanting to allow your handle to evolve with you, especially if you do the meta verification, because I believe, and Candice, correct me if I'm wrong, once you have your handle as meta verified, you can't change it as easily as you do when you're not verified. You have to get re-verified. So you have to go through the process again. So this is actually, I was on with a client yesterday and I recommended that she put her first and last name in that name line. And then because we're trying to um, be highly searchable, I wanted her to also put NYC Realtor in that line. So her first and last name plus NYC Realtor. So when someone searched NYC Realtor, she was likely to pop up. The problem was since she just got verified, they require her to go through the verification process again to get that as her name line. So Mm -hmm. that is a thing, but it's possible to, you know, 
do the process over, but no one likes to take those extra steps if you don't have to. So if you haven't been verified yet, now is the time to get your your profile optimized. Yep. And if, you know, like Candace was saying, there wasn't at Candace Morales or even at Kat Tori available when we made our Instagrams, although I have been trying, I've been messaging the at Kat Tori for like three years. I know. I messaged Candace Morales with her one freaking post for like three years. I was like, girl, I will, I will shoot over some cash. No problem. Mm-hmm. Like, let's Just do this. She yeah. never messaged me back. Ditto. So I've also secured my future handle for when I am married. Hashtag strategic clever girl. (laughs) Um, And then in the meantime, some recommendations for clients if they are stuck, right? So if you're a local service-based entrepreneur, I like the idea of putting in the shorthand for your city or your region. I think that is really, it can be an important part of your brand identity. If you are a personal brand, like for entrepreneurs in New York to have NYC in their handle, or if you're in Atlanta, you have ATL, or if you are in Los Angeles, like LAX or whatever, or Miami was the most recent one. My, my girlfriend, Mel, she's launching her personal brand and she's like, but Mel Ramirez isn't available. Should I do the underscore? Should I do the period? Should I do numbers? That's a good thing to talk about. Right. So what, what are your thoughts? I say try to avoid underscores if you can, like, especially if there's like multiple underscores, right? That's so annoying. And when you meet someone, mm-hmm. you're trying to be like, Candace underscore, Carcio Polo underscore, real estate underscore, it's like too much. Yeah. Um, so if you can avoid underscores and avoid periods, like that's ideal. Mm-hmm. But I know someone's already going to slide into our DMs being like, nothing's possible. Like you do have to get a little bit creative, but try to keep it you clean. Do clean matters. It absolutely does. And I don't know if this makes a difference, but I have at least anecdotally found that it does in making sure that your first and last name is in the first part of your handle and whatever differentiator identifier you need, like Kat Tori original, Kat Tori um, XO, which is what my current one is, right? I always lead through love and never fear. So that makes sense for me and my brand. But yeah, just simple. You want to make it easy. Imagine if you were trying to get like your aunt who loves Facebook, but has no idea about Instagram or like your grandmother to try to follow you on Instagram, like make it easy for grandma and then it'll be easy for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to my grandma. I love you so much. Even though you probably (laughs) never hear this. Hilarious. Yes. Mm -hmm. Those are, those are our main tips for Instagram handles. Um, And then if you want to just experiment on your own, click on the little magnifying glass on Instagram and see what you find when you search. So if you're, you know, if you're searching for a real estate agent, then see who comes up when you type in Phoenix Realtor or wherever it is that you are. Um, If you're looking for a graphic designer, a logo design, something like that, type that in and see what's popping up and see where they have the keywords in their uh, profiles. Um, I think that a lot of people don't experiment searching Instagram and then they don't understand how it works. So experiment with that. When you understand how it works, you'll understand how to position yourself in the best possible way. Absolutely. Oh, I know one more thing, Kat, I wanted to share. Tell me, tell me. So when you and I were working on finding a podcast manager, oh, yep, we went into Instagram and we used the search feature to type in podcast manager. This is important because we weren't just looking for someone because they had a hundred thousand followers. Oh yeah, no. That's not that's not even a consideration. What we're looking for is someone who 
had the skills that we knew that we needed. Mm -hmm. And so when using the search bar, it wasn't like these people were popping up in our feed previously. We were just able to kind of pull out podcast managers and then look at their profiles and see if they were right for us. And a lot of them had like a thousand followers, 800 followers, right? Nothing crazy. And so that's just an important note for people who are listening right now is that searchability might be even more important than your number of followers. I actually think it is. I think it is because the first thing that I looked at wasn't even the following count. I looked at the bio. Did the messaging mm-hmm. resonate with me? And then I looked at their feed. I'm like, do they vibe? Like we right. have, Candace, you and I have a very particular personality, very particular brand and co-brand together. Like you got a vibe. Like if the vibes aren't there, I don't care if you have 50,000 followers, 100,000. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. work. I'm not going to pay you. Another thing is like if you're active on Instagram, we were more likely to reach out than someone who like hasn't posted since, you know, January 2022. We're like, oh, like that's probably not the person for us. Yeah, it was probably a hobby that they started during, you know, the pandemic and then dropped off or for whatever reason. Yep. So keep that in mind too. Like you do want to have current recent posts in your profile. Mm -hmm. It will. And if someone does search you, they do want to see that you're active. So Keep that in mind. I hope those tips help for you to get some clarity around what your username on Instagram should be. And if you have a question for us that you'd like to answer, you'd like us to answer in a future episode, then you can always slide into our DMs at NotNiceCover on Instagram. And we'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio. And head to www.notnicecover.com to connect for more. Drop a question. We'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off. You're not so nice, but also clever besties that mean business. See you next week.